This video took okay. a while to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had to prepare. Um, and also, I apologize once again for the rendering of my computer in the background. Um, I'm working on a, another project. So speaking of 3D animation, <laughs> um, so I had... Oh my god. I had... Sorry. That I had an idea. Huh? Yeah, sorry. I had a special idea for our 10th episode. I thought it would be a great idea to rank every episode from the award-winning animated series and vignettes, Love, Death, and Robots. 10th episode special. I'm not talking about like, it up. <laughs> Ava, we tried. I Really? I we could have avoided saying that this whole time. Sorry. Okay. I'm not happy. Before we start, I just want to say where we are. We have over one. We have 1.4k plays on Apple. We have an audience of 25 on Spotify. We are doing great. Why? I was trying to like not mention them this whole episode i guess we can't escape it anyways um i chose left them the robots because um i feel like every single one of them pushes the boundaries of animation in every single uh episode um they're all made by super super talented people um and before anyone gets mad at me i love every single episode of these except for the first one that we're going to talk about um, I'm just using this as a chance to get to talk about all these amazing stories because uh, obviously they wouldn't all be their own episode and um, I just think Love, Death, and Robots is really cool. I think it's cool that they gave these pe- creators a platform to um, post their a crazy amazing animated shorts. I love uh, watching animated shorts on YouTube um, and I'm glad special. that these... It's something yeah. unique to itself. And HBO tried to copy their idea, but it's a less, it's an inferior version. But Dad and I were watching that whole ver- season. It's not good. How was it? It's not good. <laughs> so, um, I believe, um, so if you haven't watched these, please stop listening and uh, watch them on your own and then come back to hear our opinions on them because I feel like they all deserve to be watched and, um, Please um, support these talented people who made them. Number three, Will Shockey. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never totally guess because number three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On a list of um, 36. <laughs> we're also going, so yeah, there's 36 in total. There's 18 in the first season. There's eight in the second season. And then there's nine in the last season. So... Also, there's 35, but we can't find which one we repeated or is not a real episode you know in our list because <laughs> we know how to count, apparently, we but don't we don't know. know. How to list. <laughs> we don't know how to do a tier list, apparently. So, first one, Ava's never seen, but uh, she shouldn't see it anyways. We're also going to be kind of like scrolling through We're the... We're going from worst to best. Yeah, we're going from worst to best. Um, and we're gonna kind of be scrolling through the ones that maybe we haven't, we don't really remember as well. 
So it's a lot to remember. So we're kind of like refreshing ourselves as we're okay, going along. So on Netflix, the episode description is a deaf knight and a siren of myth become entwined in a deadly dance a fatal attraction infused with blood death and treasure yeah so this is jabaro and jabaro is number 35 i do not like it at all <laughs> um ava can watch it while i am talking about it and she'll understand is it uh, why isn't it long yeah you don't have to watch no we're not watching the whole thing I just know. like skim through it yeah okay. so it makes me feel like I had a stroke while watching it, so I didn't re- I oh didn't read God. the dis- Sorry, right. I didn't read the description. <laughs> what? It's pretty what? Wild. <laughs> I didn't read the description while I, before the first time I watched it, so I was just very confused. But then when I read the description and I realized that the guy was deaf, I was like, okay, maybe I'll try it again. It's really weird, like. They have, they have 15 minutes to tell a story, and it's just very confusing. Like, I get it. Oh, the camera like, like, I, doesn't stop shaking, bro. Exactly. See? That's another reason why it's really low, because it's just so bad to watch. Um, it's not enjoyable to watch. There's, like, no dialogue. Well animated, for sure. It's very, like I said, all every single, uh, we will talk specifically about the ones I think are just incredible. Every single li- uh, one on this list is super well animated. Like, props to the people who made it, who designed the characters and everything. It's just a bad story. Um, and it's hard to watch a lot at times. What is she even doing with him? It's so she's, she's a siren, so she's, she's like, siren, dead. like So the reason why he's the only one who can't go on her I spell know, is because he's deaf. Because her power is like... Yeah. It's super weird. You could stop watching. Ew. <laughs> this is a live reaction by Ava. <laughs> live reaction by Ava. <laughs> like I said, I've I've watched it twice. I still don't like it. Um. Okay. So, yeah, that's number thirty-five because I wanted to understand it. Number thirty. Number thirty. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to understand, but I can't. Uh, number thirty-four the is that's the season dump. two. Season one, season two, season two. It's a lot of these ones who are lower on the list is lower because they're just really forgettable. Yeah. Um, the dump is strange. I've only watched it once. Ugly Dave calls the garbage dump home, and he's not about to let some city slicker take it away from him. Um, not a lot happens in it. It's it's kind of. Yeah, it's I don't have a lot of strong opinions on the ones that are most more lower. Um Except for So it's yeah, it's just basically this guy trying to take away just trying to like evict this guy from the dump that he's living in. Um and uh the animation's great once again. Um I'm looking at like I'm watching it, but, like the skin simulation is absolutely incredible. The texture is great. Just not a lot happens in it. Um I don't have as much strong opinions on the dump as I do on Jabaro. Um, number thirty-three, blind, blind spot. spots. Um, it's it's all right. It's like a if you're sci-fi the t- cyborg Yeah, it's it's cool. Actually, I feel like it should be higher than. Yeah, it's forgettable. I feel like it should be higher than. Um, Wait, were we talking about blind spots or suits? Shit. <laughs> blind spots, sorry. 
I was about to say that suit. Yeah, blind spots is the one that I don't like as much. Um, blind spots. It's it's cool. It has really good action. The animation's really cool. Um, it's more two D with grease pencil stuff. But it's just like it's not as exciting as some of the other action ones in this one, which is why I ranked it really low. Um, so yeah, it's like is a this just gonna be post-apocalyptic world? Yeah, I mean the animation's really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, but Probably yeah, it's just most for the most part has a unique animation style. Yeah. Like I said, the, the ones that I think are really incredible, I'll talk about them. But yeah. Suits. Suits is also in the same vein to me as Blind Spots. It's it has a cool concept and uh it's like kind of like into the Spider-Verse-esque animation, like kind of like it's 3D but it has like a very drawn look to it. And um it's uh, about you can read the description. A community of farmers use their homemade mechs to defend their families from an alien invasion. Yeah. Um, there's another one, there's another episode on this list that does the same kind of plot but better. I feel like um, it's, like They're I said, the animations were... creators, so sometimes, like, the plot will repeat. Yeah. But there's... Um, I feel like a lot of Love, Death, and Robot episodes, you can, like, put them in several categories, like, apocalypse, or, like, fantasy, or, like, um, just really cool concepts. I'm not saying that they're all, like, the same. They're all really cool. I'm just, just, I'm just putting that one lower on the list. Um, number 30, okay, I have to remember that all these are, like, one off. Automated customer service. If your home, yeah. you if your home cleaning unit is attempting to murder you, please press three. Yeah, I put this one lower because I'm not a fan of the animation style. It's really weird to me. I hate that the dog looks super realistic and the people like look really weird. Yeah, the um, animation is kind of uncanny. It's not uncanny. It's like un. It's like they realize that you can't really make realistic people, so like they kind of gave up. And put like a cartoony esque feel to it, yeah, but it just makes realistic. it look really wrong. Yeah. Like the skin it's textures are real. too realistic for like the eyes to the face yeah. ratio. Yeah. It's a little weird. Um, okay. It's a funny story. I yeah, feel like it's. Funny. Yeah, it's like if your Alexa tried to kill you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't like that the 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 dog looks like realistic and and everything else that talks in this does not look. Okay. Sony's uh edge. Sony's Edge. Ava might scoff at this one. In the underground world of bestie fights, Sony is unbeatable as long as she keeps her edge. I actually like this one. I know you like this one, that's why I said you might scoff at this one. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Thought it was good, but I guess it's not good enough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> actually I would put Sony's uh, I'd put Sony's above tall grass. Oh, the tall grass is interesting. Yeah. But I feel like Sony's has better action. What I feel like I want to illustrate is, like, none of it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's just put... I try... If I didn't... If I... Bad except Jabal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel, like I said, like I've clarified before, I don't hate any of these except for Jabari. 
That's why it's so easy to put that one at the bottom. But the rest of them, they're all really good. There's some of them are more forgettable than others. Okay. Like it was tall, so hard to make the top fifteen yeah. list. The tall grass. During, it takes place in like, like colo- not colonial, but like industrial evolution times. So during a journey across the great across the prairie, a man becomes transfixed by a distant ghostly light. It's like they're taking like a cryptid. And they're making it like this myth that, like, if you get stuck in the grass in the prairie, you'll get killed. I mm. think it's good. The animation's really good. It has like an arcane. If you've seen that show, like that type yeah, of animation theme park. style, arcane. So that's like yeah, good stuff. Just not a memorable story, I guess. Yeah. Um, swarm yeah. makes me <laughs> want to die because. <laughs> It makes my skin crawl. Uh, there's another one that's low on the list because it gives me nightmares. It's not that one. Yeah, Swarm makes my skin fucking crawl. It has um, a famous actor in it. Um, oh, is that there's the one only with two. Michael B. Jordan? No, that's that's another one. I was yeah, that's later. But Swarm. It it does have another famous actor. Okay, it's so here's a the episode description. Two human scientists study the secrets of an ancient ancient alien entity but soon learn that the horrible price of survival in a hostile universe yeah so the reason why i put this one lower one because it makes my skin crawl because the monsters are just ugh. but two um and that's just credit to them because their animation is just yeah. so great um this one is also uh very video game cutscene animation yeah, which i love some of these are very video game cutscenes yeah, like it was so like some of them are so realistic that when my dad when I was watching this with our dad, he was like, "Is this real?" Is like, "No, this is animated. This is just what cutscenes look like now in video games." Um, the only reason I put this one lower, not just because it makes me. I'm watching parts of it. It's so bad. Anyways, um, it gives me. Sorry. Sorry. Continue. So, the next one, enough talking about how creepy that is. Okay. The pulse of the machine. When yeah, even though this mission, one is like... Sorry. sorry. No, say the description. When an exploratory mission to a Jovian moon ends in a disaster, the lone survivor must begin a perilous but mind-expanding journey. Now, this one, Netflix decided to make the cover for their show. For Yeah, for season three. Um, it's super cool. I want more movies in this animation style, like, now. It's, um, (laughs) it's, I believe it's Grease Pencil, but it could be also, it could be 2D, but it looks like, it looks like Grease Pencil. Um, by the way, if for those of you who haven't watched our other episode, what? The monsters of the other things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, stay focused, Ava. Um, look at the pulse of the machine. Um, Grease pencil is basically when you make something in 3D and then you basically, the computer could calculate it, like all the shadows and stuff and all the lines and stuff to make it look like it's 2D. It's easier to make than 2D. It's a very cool title. Oh yeah, it's a cool title. Um, so, it's, uh, so like, yeah, this woman, they're, they're, um, they're on another planet and her partner dies, so she's trying to bury him in, like, the spot and, um... Most of it is hallucinated yeah. because she's like running out of oxygen. Does she die at the end? No, she doesn't. Well, I mean, it's suggested Love that Island she might have Netflix? died. Sorry. 
Oh my god, you're so... What are you looking at? Nothing. I, w- I accidentally clicked out and then because it says Love, Death, and Robust, Love Island. Uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't know that Love Island was on Netflix? No. Okay. Anyway, see. she might have died at the end. Wait up. Even though it looks fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, it's, like I said, I don't hate any of these, <laughs> except for the last one. Um, but yeah, um, it's, it's, it's lower on the list cause it's like very, it's a kind of a cliche story line. Yeah. Um, Lucky 13. After, okay. It's after a- the dropship, Lucky 13 lost two crews. No pilot would fly her, but rookies don't get a choice. It yeah. doesn't really give a good description on what the episode's about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Lucky 13, I like. I believe it also has another famous actor in it um, playing the main character. Um, if you This came out before um, Buzz Lightyear movie. So yeah. if you watch this after that, you might think, oh, yeah, it's a Buzz Lightyear movie. Part of it, at least. But, like, no, it's like... It, I, I like the story. I like that it's kind of like told kind of the the narrator is the one who has to fly the ship, but it's like kind of like going through all the story of this like specific machine. It's also the animation is incredible. Um, it's another uh, cutscene style um, CGI. Um, yeah, I, I like it. It's just like I said, it's lower on the list because it's more forgettable. Okay, Helping Hand has a really interesting premise. So, it's um, it's stranded in orbit. An astronaut must choose between life and limb before her oxygen runs out, which is really fucking tense. Yeah, it's super tense, which is why it's higher than um, thirteen. Again, none of these episodes are bad. <laughs> yeah, it's super tense. The only reason why it's lower is because I feel like it's derivative of the movie Gravity. Yeah, which came but other than that, I feel like Helping Hands. Yeah, it came out way before this, so that's why it's lower on the list. Um, but I feel like if Gravity was just a fifteen-minute-long short, it would have worked a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I feel that way too. Gravity was really long, and I got sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's super tense. Um, it's another video game as cutscene style animation. Um, it reminds me of the opening scene of Call of Duty, um, modern, of Go- Call of Duty Ghost, where you're in the space mission. Reminds mm-hmm. me. Of that. Yeah, she has to <laughs> fucking cut off her own hand. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm watching the scene. Yeah. She has to take off her gloves so she can throw it to get more momentum to back to her spaceship, and you watch her hand freeze, like, seize up and stuff. Ugh, it's so bad. Okay, in vaulted halls entombed, modern warfare meets elder gods, a special forces squad on a hostage rescue mission find themselves trapped in a prison containing an age-old evil. This is the one that gave me nightmares. Really? (laughs) Yeah, so... It gave me nightmares because it literally shows like a, bu- a like a fucking massive like so fucked like version of Cthulhu in it. Really? Oh my god, it's so fucked. I, I've always wanted. Scroll to, to the end, Ava. I've always wanted to read um, H.P. Lovecraft. Go scroll to the end. You'll you'll be scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm 
Oh, it's so fucked. It's reaction. so fucked. So, like, Cthulhu, like, kind of goes into their brains and makes them think of all this fucked up shit. Holy crap. It look. oh my god. I don't know if they were going for Cthulhu, but it, that's what it, that's what it looks oh, like. Yeah. They might have been since. Oh, Lots it's so fucked. Four, that was the original. Go to, okay, go to minute, go to minute ten. Yeah, go to okay. minute ten. So these soldiers are like looking through this cave. They're, I think, I believe they're on well, an the alien planet. The whole idea of Cthulhu is like you can't comprehend it. It's the so idea of infinity. Watch okay, it, cause I don't want to watch monster, it anymore. It's so fucked. The eyes are so crazy. This gave me nightmares. <laughs> okay. I'm waiting. Don't make fun of me. Ooh, that's so he like goes monster. so he like goes into their fucking heads and he's like making Ooh. them think of all the shit to kill each other um so these group oh, of soldiers man. is not fucked that's crazy oh that's definitely Cthulhu that's literally what okay. Cthulhu does in the mythos and then so that the the end is the ending is also super dark too the girl like cuts off her own ears so she can't like hear it Ooh, and, I can't. and she she like she like claws her eyes out and shit like it's so fucked the whole point um, of the Cthulhu, that's so that's like literally animating the cthulhu book in like a modern time because like the whole idea it's like humans can't grasp the concept of infinity and when faced with infinity they go mad so that's like the reaction you would have if cthulhu was so now go to minute 12 minute 12 yeah You can't shoot Cthulhu. What are you, dumbass? <laughs> Your pistol does nothing. Go to minute 12. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to. So fucked. Ooh. So, yeah, the cave looks absolutely gorgeous. Like I said, Cthulhu looks amazing. I'm just a little bitch who doesn't like oh, horror. Oh, bro! I know, right? Yeah, that reveal. You're like, I oh, know it's so. Out. If you were listening to it with the sound on, you would be like, oh my god. I have the sound. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I'm just not as creeped out. Because uh, yeah. I, I find that shit to me. No, I'm a little bitch who doesn't like horror. So I'm a little that, bitch. That, sh- that shit gave <laughs> me nightmares. As, as long as we're being honest. <laughs> um, me and my me and dad watched that together. We were like, oh my god. That's brutal bro yeah so okay next the, it looks fucking amazing next um snow in the desert that was the first one i ever saw with dad um it's really cool um it's uh it's not season volume two let me re- yeah it's um two. description oh, girl okay. every bounty hunter in the galaxy wants a piece of snow so, like I said, the only reason why it's lower on the list because it reminds me too much of Star Wars. Yeah. But the yeah. animation is fucking incredible. Um, it looks so realistic. Like, I'm looking at a scene. Like, there's even, like, reflection off of the girl's teeth. Like, it's so great. Um, okay, so next basic- one. I'm not done talking. Sorry, sorry. Ava, look how much time we still have. Sorry, sorry. We just have a lot to get through. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, so... 
basically this guy is going is a bounty hunter and like i said the reason why it reminds me too much of star wars is because he goes into a bar um and uh really really good action um the characters look absolutely incredible like who thinks of these stuff like i say i say it reminds me of star wars but the characters are really unique um, and super realistic, like, it's photorealistic, almost, animation, like, I, I don't know how people do that, I can barely make people, so, it's crazy. Okay. Okay. So this one contains Michael B. Jordan playing a, okay, uh, a spaceman, after crash landing on a craggy planet, a pilot makes his way, his way to shelter, only to face a threat within... So basically, it's like the plot of the mo- the classic uh, horror movie. Um, uh, what's the Aliens? one with the? No, that's or, or Prometheus. Aliens was ba- Aliens and Prometheus was based on an even older movie. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The one, it's the it's the one. No, but this one he's fighting the robot. Of... Huh? Oh yeah, it's a ro. It's instead of it being like an alien, it's a robot. So, yeah, but it's really cool. It's like a, it's even though it's only ten minutes, it's like a bottleneck episode because it only takes place in the one room where he's like trying to like yeah, yeah. escape this 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 robot that's gone like crazy because it thinks it's like an intruder or something. It's super good. He the acting he does a really good job in this. Um, uh, oh God, yeah. <laughs> I just got to the worst part. <laughs> With his hands all like fucking battered and broken, it's like worse than the oh, yeah, fucking yeah, Vax yeah. thing. Except it's realistic. Ah, fuck! Why did I do that? Ugh, god damn it. Um. Anyways, the animators do a fucking great job. Um. I don't know if it's. I don't know if they mocapped him. I'm pretty sure they did, but if they did, if they just kind of like green screen him in, it still looks amazing. I think they mocapped him, but they did a fucking great job. Um, and it's so tense and fucked. Oh, The Thing. The Thing. The Thing. Oh, the Thing yeah. is what it's based on. The Thing, 1982. It's like The Martian, but, like, so much more intense. And if you're a rated R. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Okay. Don't watch this if you're not over the age of 18. <laughs> Which one? Any the of this. One? It's all in a pro. Oh, yeah. Some of them are oh, yeah. They're all over 18. All don't watch it if you're over it. We should have said that in the beginning. <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> they're not, they're all very either extremely gory or extremely sexual. <laughs> or both. Or both. True. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fish Night. I like this one. It's really pretty. The only reason why it's lower on the list is because it's not much happens in it. Yeah. Um, okay. Fish so- Night is it's after their car breaks down in the desert two salesmen take a dreamlike voyage to the dawn of time it's actually seasonal okay so it it's really cool because it feels like it's really surreal um also once again i want more animated movies in this art style um it's more of the grease pencil 2d um comic book style um it's super it's really cool it takes place in the 50s um, and these literally, it's just two people in a desert. Their car breaks down, and then it's super, super creative because it kind of like they pretend that the sky they like kind of so it's like in Nevada or something. So yeah, if yeah. you don't know, the American desert desert used to be all the ocean. So yeah. once the sun sets, so it takes you. Back it kind of like 
it t- yeah, it takes you all the way back in time, and you they see all these beautiful fish, and um, the sand, like you can see like the reflection of like the sky of like the ocean floor and the sand and jellyfish. It's just so cool and beautiful. Um, and I like that the people are like typical like fifty style like working men because it like shows you that like you could still be like you could still Enchanted. see. You can still be enchanted even though you feel like you've been jaded by like capitalism and stuff. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. The only my only complaint about this is I don't know why the guy dies. It's kind of sad. Okay. That the the younger man dies, but other than that, I think it's absolutely beautiful. Um, okay. Really good. Beyond the Aquilia Rift. Awakening after traveling light years off course, a ship's crew struggles to discover just how far they've come. Oh yeah, I'm I'm biased. A halo, a halo cutscene. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Um, so I like this. I'm partial to this one because it's one of the first ones I watched. Um, it's really cool because it like it has such a strong twist. So it's like you know how like it's like kind of like being the Matrix. Yeah. So yeah, like this guy, they don't actually wake up. So it's it's the main character. He's on a space. He thinks he's on a spaceship, um, like, and he he knows that he's kind of aware that something's off because him and his crew, um, so like him and his crew, uh, they they go in the wrong direction and they end up in like one of his friends like spacecrafts or whatever. Um, yeah. The animation is absolutely gorgeous. Like, there's this one scene. Um, look at minute six. And it's like I would buy that as a, like a lock screen. Like it's okay. so beautiful. Um. Um. So he slowly figures out that things are really off, and then he repeats the day, and his except his friend isn't there. Um, and then you realize that it's off, and then when it cuts to the real world, whoa! Holy that's so sh- cool. Yeah, it looks so beautiful, man. That's that's I'm gonna pick. I can't screenshot it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So, the it absolutely so realistic. Like I could like see the hair on like at, oh my god, and the redness in the eyes. Like I'm looking at it right now. And then when you figure out the twist, it's so fucking powerful because the world, the real, the reality of the world that he's actually in is so fucking crazy, like. It scares me a little bit. I'm how just crazy. realizing that number three is probably the most PG-13. <laughs> number three? That's no, one you they can s- watch. No, they say the pussy in that one. Oh yeah, but like besides that, it's pretty <laughs> PG. Okay, I like the Secret War a lot. It's very much like oh yeah, COD three zombies. Yeah, the it's plot so of Cosby Zombies. But the animation with the light and the monsters is so cool. And it's like these soldiers. Okay, the official description is elite units of the Red Army fight an unholy deep into the ancient forests of Siberia. And it is so fucking cool. It's based on actual Russian myth. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I'm like watching it. Uh, it's another one of the zombie ones, but like I said, if, if they do it so good, this. yeah, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of zombies. zombies. You're gonna see. A I lot mean, of hey, episodes. how else are you gonna get some really good action and set pieces? Um, yeah, uh, it's it's just really like I said, you summed it up. It's like basically, cut think COD three zombie 
uh, story, which was probably one of their best zombie storylines. Um, the animation is more, once again, video game cutscene-esque. Um, but like I said, since I feel Very like realistic. a lot of these are are so good because you can just chant, work on just one thing and just make it as like cool, as crazy yeah. as possible. You don't have to focus on like writing a huge story. You can just work on the art of it. Yeah, I, that's why and I feel like that's why I feel like a. Thing. Yeah, that's why I feel like a lot of these are so successful because it's like I'm watching the scene when they summon the cryptids. Um, that's why I feel yeah. like all these are really successful because you could just like harness this one story and it doesn't have to be super long. And as long as you're able to set up something and then resolve it within the amount of time that you're allotted, like that's why I feel like it's a successful story. Yeah. Okay. Zima Blue reminds me of a comic that I read called uh, The Blue Heart. It's a comic dystopian. So it's called. So Zima Blue is description is the renowned artist Zima recounts his mysterious past and rise to fame before unveiling his final work. And it's really good. Yeah, I like this one. I didn't think you'd like this one. Um, it's it's more it's very artsy. Um, it looks like kind of like. The Incredibles 2D animation part that like yeah. what they do like when they do the theme song, um, it's super cool. Um, I like the the twist at the end of the story that um, the 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 so the the story basically like this um, the artist Zima was actually originally a robot that cleaned pools, um, and they call it Zima Blue because like that's like his signature thing. Um, in these like elaborate canvases, and um, so the robot wants to return to his roots at the end, and um, his last performance, basically his last piece of artwork, he goes into he recreates the pool that his mat his uh the person who created him, and he uh just kind of like goes back to he like who yearns for the simple task of just cleaning the pool and i feel like it's really cool twist the story okay um, all through the and house beautiful huh is all through the house is next oh wow it is um, it's great. so bad bro. it is so good it is a christmas okay on christmas eve two kids <laughs> catch a glimpse of santa a twisted tale for adults only and it has it's like so a very stop motion cartoonish style, but it is so fucking gory as shit. I've only watched it once because it's so it makes me cry. It has a really good art style. I like. Yeah, it's really cool. It I'm looking me at of, it. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, Pinocchio. It reminds me of that. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Um, I I can't. It's so fucked, man. Um, the reason why it's so high is because it's just a it great makes story. It a monster, basically. Yeah. That happens to deliver presents. It's like a fucked up Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> it is Because it's the stop motion It's like this fucking Demogorgon monster. It's crazy. It's good. Yeah, just but a thumbnail. It, you already know you're gonna be in spe- trouble. This one specifically is like for adults only. Don't watch with your yeah. kids. Yeah, don't watch this with your kids. Just the thumbnail alone makes me want to cry. <laughs> Those poor kids. <laughs> okay, the very pulse um, of the machine. 
Oh, that's the one you did twice. Oh, yeah. Now we figured it out. Yay. Good for us. <laughs> it only took halfway through. Yeah, it only took most of this. All Mason's right. Rats is the season three episode Welcome to the Rat Apocalypse. Farmer Mason knows he has a real pest problem when they start shooting back. Bloody hell. Okay, hold on a second. Mason's Okay, yeah, so I like this one a lot. Um, it's the thumbnail for the third... It's it's not really a thumbnail, it's like when you click info for the seasons. That's the one that comes up. It's super gory and funny. Um, just watch a little bit of it. Um, it's super gory and funny. So, like, the this, like, farmer in Scotland, like, gets, like, um, this robot. It's like... It, it takes place in the future, even though he, like, lives on a farm. And, um, he, like, buys this, like, gimmicky robot to, like, kill all the rats in his barn. And, like, the robots, like, the, the, the rats kind of, like, declare war on the robots. And they're kind of, like, anthropomorphic. You yeah. find out in the later, because they, like, mourn their dead. And, like, it's like a war. Like, it's like World War Two. <laughs> it's kind of funny and sad at the same time. But uh, eventually they get a truce. But it's like super gory. Like it's so much fun. Okay, next. And the one final battle is really cool. Is hmm? the second robot special? Three robots exit strategies. Three robots walk into the post-apocalypse and take a whirlwind tour of human man humankind's last attempts to save itself. Now there's two of these, but this one is not. Yeah, this is the only one that gets a sequel. Yeah. The reason why it's well, obviously sometimes sequels are worse. Um, this one isn't that case. The reason why it's lower, it's because the first one is so strong that it had really like big yeah. like shoes to fill. Um, it also the was first advertised. One, the first one was like what stood out for the show. Like they made. Yeah, that. it was literally the first one that was on the list of the first season. So it had a really big shoes to fill. But I like the narrative that like it's kinda like robots coming back to Earth and like rediscovering humans and like it's a funny way to tell a story. Um they're both really unique, but uh this one is obviously weaker than the first one, so it goes lower on the list. Um I don't like all the social commentary that they do in this one. That's why it's more annoying. So it's like more heavy handed than the first one? Yeah. It's more heavy handed um, they're, like, kind of poking fun at, like, billionaires who have, like, bunkers and stuff. Um, like, social media billionaires and stuff. Um, okay. Like I said, we could talk more about the setting in the next one. Yeah. So, Kill Team Kill is... <laughs> one US of my personal favorites. U.S. Special Forces are trained to neutralize any threat, even a cybernetic killing machine created by the CIA. Their secret weapon, a sense of humor. Yeah, when I when I show people, when I tell people to watch Love and Death and Robots, this is one of the ones I recommend because it's so funny. The um, it's is too like very like early eighties. Yeah, it's dude. it's like it's supposed to be like oh, it's supposed to be like inspired by like an early eighties cartoon. Um, it's very like um, funny, yeah, very overly dramatic. masculine, America yeah, kind of dramatic sort of stuff. Like, it looks like Thundercats, but, like, a lot of money put into it. <laughs> like, if Thundercats was made now, that's what it would look like. 
Um, it's like very America. It's very, um, but it's like really, it's like kind of making fun of like soldiers and like stuff and like overly masculine men. Um, yeah. And the the robot that they get in the middle is really funny. Um, the gore is obviously top notch. One of my favorite gory episodes in this one. It's just so badass too. The fight with the giant. Like so, they're trying to kill this like enhanced cyber, uh, like this cyborg bear thing that they um the I government created. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's just really cool, and they try to so they kill it. They end up failing at the end, but it takes you on a fucking wild ride, man. It's super good. Okay, the next one, Shapeshifters, is one of the more memorable ones for me. Deep in Afghanistan, two Marines with supernatural powers face a threat from one of their own kind. It's a really interesting concept, like, the idea that, like, so the shapeshifters are werewolves, and Mm -hmm. it's a really interesting concept, the idea that, like, they're using these supernatural soldiers to, like, fight in Afghanistan. In, like, a realistic setting. Yeah, a realistic, it's not, like, in the future or anything, it's, like, right now, like, in, like, right now that we're fighting in Afghanistan. Yeah, it's like if everything else was normal except for the fact that werewolves exist. And what if, like, we, they came to the military? So I really like the story. Um, so like the, the main guy, uh, he wants to fight and that, uh, no, he wants to, his friend, the main guy's best friend who's also a werewolf wants to fight so that he comes along and, um, you could tell that their relationship is really close and, uh, he's really upset. Yeah, they're kind of, like, discriminated against. Um, and you could tell, like, how sad he is when, um, his friend dies. And I feel, I like that they kind of, like, give each other, like, they kind of, like, hint at, like, their own, like, werewolf culture in it. With some of the gestures that they have. Yeah. Um, and the animation, how they show, like, his, like, senses and, like. is crazy. Yeah, this his eyes are are amazing. This transformation is great, and then the fight at the end is just absolutely incredible and gruesome. Um, obviously, um, yeah, the fight at the end where he has to fight the other, like the um, someone, the one of the Afghanians has a werewolf, so that's who they're trying to find. Yeah. And uh, then he, uh, they kind of like, at, they like kind of meet at nighttime. And without anyone interfering, he just wants to, like, settle the score, and it's just really good. Yeah, it's very, very good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. The Drowned Giant. The body of a colossal young man washes ashore and becomes an object of local fascination. It is a very interesting, very, like, you've never seen this concept ever. Yeah. Like, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the a only reason, dream, almost. yeah, it's so it's narrated by a guy who's who's observing the body. Um, as like a scientist. Yeah, as like a scientist. Um, I like and that it, they like show the. It's anatomically accurate. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's the only thing I really don't like about this what episode. Do you mean? No, no, I'm talking about they fucking made me look at a circumcised penis for way too long. <laughs> look at the detail we put into that. Yeah, look at all the detail we put into this. Um, yeah, the de- besides that, the detail is we absolutely incredible. Of penises for hours, so so do you. <laughs> yeah. 
the detail is absolutely incredible. Like the curly hair, the over time they show like footprints on the body. Like I feel like it's for, like realistically showing how people would react would to this. React. Yeah. Um, like, like it would it be like, like a tourist attraction for this small town. Yeah, it's like a beached whale almost, and yeah, like you see like over time it gets enough. like all these abrasions and stuff. They while well, they try to figure out how to get rid of the body, but yeah. uh, some oh god, I just re- I remember <laughs> like some when it shows the decomposing like the blood like flowing away from the hands and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's very accurate to how actual decomposes. People like graffiti and stuff. Um, yeah, they put graffiti, put, like, graffiti on, it. on it. Like, oh, the eyes, like, going, like, filling up with fluid. Like, I feel like they researched anatomy and the decompo- decomposition of human bodies for this. Yeah. They did a really good job. Oh, it's intestines. Happy. I just remember how it ended. So, like, and then at the end, like, the doctor's kind of, like, upset, like, that they, like, kind of scattered its body parts and, like, displayed it, like, all over town and stuff. Oh, my God, I just accidentally went to the penis. <laughs> um, and then like, they say one... I don't know. Yeah. It's really cool. It's Ooh, really she's, like, interesting. like, sitting in the ear for no reason. Yeah. It's so it's like interesting and unique for no reason. We never figure out how it like the crab crawled how out he of died. His mouth. Fuck. <laughs> we never really figure out how he died though. Yeah. It's just kind of like a mystery, like how these pe- how this person, how this like, giant in a seemingly normal world, just washed up. Yeah. It's really interesting. And also the perspective of the story is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ice Age. I like Ice Age a lot. It's uh, season one. It's like the third one. It's a young couple moves into an, an apartment and finds a lost civilization inside their antique freezer. So this one is interesting because... It's like it's live action and then animation too, so like it's yeah, so like the, a live action couple just in their apartment, and then they open also the I think they're supposed to, they're like some some well known actors like from TV or something, but I don't know what who they who they are. Um, Dad said they're they're semi famous, but yeah, so it's really cool. So it's like kind of like a sped up Honey I Shrunk the Kids Civilization. Um, it's, it's really it's so cool funny. to watch. It kind of, yeah. it reminds me of, like, one of those world, like, someone was playing a world big builder video game, and then just, like, kind of, like, thought forward. of a, they thought of a story to it, kind of. Yeah. Like, because it kind of, it looks like a world builder. And then, like, they get so advanced that they, uh, they, like, like, create, like, this crazy, like, tower in the middle, like, with all these wires attached, and then it just, like turns into, like, this cube, and then it disappears. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really, it's, it's really creative, I feel like. Yeah. Okay, are we done? Yeah. Hop Squad. A cop charged with fighting the scourge of overpopulation is haunted by the human toll of his work. Yeah, I'm a fan of this one. Why is my computer freaking out right now? Hold up. I have to get out of Netflix. 
Okay, so I'm a fan of this one. Mike could be. Oh, that's why. Okay, sorry. My mic was on one of my keys. Um, I'm a fan of this one, personally. Um, so I really. Li- it's one of the ones I go back to the most. Um, I like the setting. It's like kind of like not kind of post-apocalyptic. So like the people have to choose between. Um, living forever and um, getting to have children. So like everyone who gets to live forever and like is like in these palaces in the sky, like, um, and uh, they. It's another one of the video game esque animations. Um, so they live in these like giant mansions in the sky, and uh, this cop, the the guy, the cop, um, it opens by him killing a family basically, and then. Um, then when he he uh, meets his girlfriend at her performance, he's like seeing he's like can't get over like the fact that he's like a monster and stuff. Like um, the dad of the kids almost killed him um, when he was on the ground level, um, and he's just haunted. I just love it. And then he goes on a quest to like um, find this woman, and um, he sees. Uh, he finds this woman. He's like one. He's like trying to ask her, like, why would you like sacrifice all of that for this? And what she says at the end really touches. Like she says, "I'm not because I'm not so in love with myself that I want to live forever." Yeah. You know, like I really like that line. Um, and the animation is incredible, and I love how it ends. And the setting is really, really cool. Okay, alternate histories. Want to see Hitler die in a variety of comically fantastic ways? Now you can't. Welcome to Multiversity. Now, when I first saw this, I thought Multiversity would be like a more, like they would show more episodes of Multiversity because I would love that. Especially because at the no, end that, they should that, do, they should make a sequel to Multiversity to yeah. that because like one. at the end of it, they like have like a thing where it's like, what if Abraham Lincoln shot first? You know, so <laughs> they should have like more. It's it's very funny. It's also inappropriate. It's gory and sexual at the same time. Yeah. Which is not something. When I, I watched the first watch this, I was a little, I was a little mildly offended, but now yeah. that I'm 18, I'm not offended anymore. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so it's like, really. And then like it shows like the consequence, like oh, World War Two is delayed, or like it doesn't happen, or like who lands on the moon first. Uh huh. It's great. It's good. It's quick. It's short. It's funny. Good animation. Cartoonish. Uh huh. Yeah, it's like. I don't know how to describe it. It's 2D. Um, it's, like, very, like... I don't even know. Like, I don't know how to describe it. You just just watch it and you'll know what I mean. Um, and I love the, the running gag throughout the thing where it's, like... Um, and then it, like, changes what civilization landed on the moon first. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I love that running gag throughout. Yeah. Okay. Sucker of Souls. Unleashed by an archaeological dig, a bloodthirsty demon battles a team of mercenaries armed with cats. Yeah, so this is number at number eight, by the way. Now, yeah. Um, so I really like this funny. one. Like, like I said, this is another one that I recommend to people. It's uh, it's kind of like manga. It's between like two D and manga animation, kind it of. Reminds me of like 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 a. Uh... Like a Studio Ghibli, but like gory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like it's very that. Um, so this um, this scientist hires this mercenary to protect him in this like, um, Dracula's crypt, 
um and yeah. it's so fucking cool um the the way they draw the it's like a really cool reimagining of a vampires where it's just like this like demon thing and it's so cool and uh the dialogue between the mercenaries is really really good um the cursing and the blood and the gore and then turns out that this dracula monster thing is scared of cats yep and the cats <laughs> are the best <laughs> and okay. one of my favorite lines is like i um what was it with the um it was like i i've never been in trouble by eating pussy or something like that yeah, i think it's a good line you saved my life a few times yeah 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 one of the girl yeah. the lady says it okay yeah. bad traveling is season 3 release the thanapod a ship's crew member sailing in an alien ocean strikes a deal with a ravenous monster of the Okay, so I absolutely love this one. Um, I I need to get Ava to watch this one after we do this. Um, it's it's one of the longest ones, but it it's for a good reason. So the so this these pirates are sailing as you do, um, and. They, this, like, giant alien crab thing, um, burrows into their ship, and it's so fucking gory and fucked, um, and, like, and so they have to choose between, um, going to a closer island to drop it off, but it's populated with people, or going to a farther island that's uninhabited and, um, sparing the people. Um, so they have, like, this, like, vote and this moral dilemma and stuff, and the animation on the alien is so fucking crazy. Um, it's not, like, the art style with the people is different than, like, some of the typical video game cut style, but it's still very, like, super realistic, like, rain and the textures and stuff. Um, so slowly, like, the captain, like, sacrifices his, um, his... Uh, people, people, I guess, to this monster, um, and it's just so fucking fucked. Um, okay, ice is a. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil. Sorry, I don't. I don't want to spoil it too much because I want even to watch it. Okay, ice is a highly stylized comic book style. Two brothers from far from home join genetically modded locals in a deadly race. So basically, it's like far into the future, and people live on Mars now. And like, there's this crazy ocean of like monsters. It's crazy. It's really good, though. It like shows like people being racist against like non modded people. Yeah. It's like an interesting, more ethical like thing. Like, because like I've heard people like say, like, oh, if like, if like, if like modded human beings become the norm then like oh no yeah no i but sorry it shows I'm how like animation. the benefits cuz the brother who isn't modded dies so no he doesn't yes he does well, the brother no he died. doesn't everyone lives i thought he what are you died. talking about no he didn't look look at the end Everyone lives. I thought he died. Um, anyways, um, so it's a really cool story. Uh, the visuals are great. Um, do this 
one of the morals is do drugs they're awesome <laughs> yeah because they um they smoke some shit and then they look at these giant like whale alien things um it's just really oh, they beautiful do it, he just almost dies yeah the the animation is really cool um it's yeah, beautiful to look awesome. at the whale yeah the whale things are absolutely cool um it's tense when they run away it's super tense when they run away from the whales um i like the story it's really cool i also like that they kind of like have their own like marzian like dialect of speak like it like yeah, shows like yeah, really cool yeah, like, like how like world building it's like if yeah if it's really cool world building like if aliens if like we did move to mars like i feel like that's what it, it's really cool representation of that oh my god the witness has such good animation man. what are you talking about the witness oh the witness so. yes okay so, so the witness i i love it's like so i said great. i love a lot of these <laughs> It's like a repeating time loop situation, but not really, because it's like still it's linear. Mm-hmm. So the the also do not watch this one if you are under eighteen. Once again, please. Please don't. It gets weird okay. in the middle. After seeing a brutal murder, a woman flees from the killer through the streets of a surreal city. It takes place in the future, and. Um, it's like it's got like a more realistic version of like it's got like um a um what's the name of that movie the um like intergalactic style oh yeah it's got intergalactic but also like 3d it's really cool like the background is more like into the like into the spiders into the galactic but But it has like a more realistic almost like yeah it's like everything it's kind of has like a filter of like the comic book yeah it has like a filter on it but it's like it's good good yeah so it's super super tense um you just watch this woman like running through beijing like freaking out that this person's gonna kill her um and then she goes to work and she's a prostitute hong kong sorry she goes she's a prostitute and it gets a little weird in the middle but it still works like i feel like you could do weird as long as you like eventually like like you it's like good doses of weird and then it's um obviously the nudity um yeah and then um it's just like racing for your life it's just so cool and like i said like ava said it's like a time loop at the end um yeah it's a really good what would you, it's basically if you okay, if you murdered someone, <laughs> what would if someone saw you? What would you do? Yeah, basically, basically, yeah. you have two options: kill or run away. <laughs> yeah, it's a really um, good um, moral like train question. Yeah, and once again, like, it's train super. Track question. It's a super one of the more unique animated animation styles in this one. It's really cool. Okay, three robots. Long after the fall of humanity, three robots embark on a sightseeing tour of a post. Number four. This is the first one ever released, and it is the better of the two robot special. Yes. Well, you can't beat the original. It is really funny. Like, one of the robots is, like, an Xbox 3000 or, like... Yeah, or the Alexa, the whole... like, the yeah, evolved Alexa. The or the, the little one. The one makes... Yeah, the little yeah. one is a baby monitor. 
Like a baby, he's like we were terrible at our jobs, though. Yeah, he's like, we were terrible at our jobs. It's like very dark humor, but I love it. It's it's so good. It's so funny. The dialogue, the character, the dialogue that they have is great. The the different like the just the subtle details in the little guy's face of like you could totally like imagine what he looks like because like the little lines and like the baby monitor and stuff with the yeah. colors. Um, I love the way they all look. Um. I love the contrast between them. So it's like kind of like it's like ro- robots rediscovering Earth. Like a million years has passed, and like humans, like the Earth they is don't like know exactly what there's no more humans. Like, yeah, they like, so they, they don't know where they know came. They came from humans. Yeah, and um, it's really really cool. Like I said, some really dark humor. The ending is a little um, weird though. Yeah, the ending like is that. a little strange. I'm glad they kind of redconned the ending with the second one. Yeah, they redconned the ending. And- or if it doesn't take place in the first, uh, well, we don't know. It might the it's second one might take take place before that. Yeah, but uh, the the joke that they make with the kittens purring and like they said it's gonna yeah, explode. They're gonna, blow up. they're gonna explode because of exploding kittens. Um, okay. it's really funny. Yeah, they like I know a game exploded. And kittens. then they and then they like <laughs> find an Xbox and they're like, look, yeah. that's your great 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 grandfather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So funny, so funny. Okay, now my number three. One, number three, you'll not believe what it is. <laughs> when the yogurt took over, after scientists <laughs> accidentally breathed super intelligent yogurt, it soon hungers for world domination. I fucking love this one. It is cartoonish. <laughs> It is hilarious. It's ridiculous. Just the way that the world just changes and everyone's like, Welcome to Yogurt Land in Virginia, where everything <laughs> is prosperous. <laughs> it's so fucking hilarious. And it's probably the least, the most PG one. So, <laughs> Even though it it's really, really dark. funny. I love it. It's so funny. I love it. Absolutely like, the yogurt takes over the government. Yeah, it's just so funny. Like, the concept is so out there, but it works. It's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it kind of end, it kind of ends like, um, like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, Good Hunting. The son of a spirit hunter forges a bond with a shape-shifting hula jing, which is Japanese for folklore. It's very true to the actual mythos, and it's very good. I like it. It's very anime. Um, mm-hmm. It's really good action. It's really good. The whole hula jing. Well, it's like, like it's more like Chinese anime. No, but it's um, hula jing is, is Japanese. No, it's Chinese. It was place it takes place jing, in China. The hula jing. It takes place Japanese. in China. They're Hong, It's Hong Kong. Remember in the and towards the end, they're like industrial revolution. It's China. Man. Ava, you don't even need to look it up. It okay, takes place never mind. Hula Jing or Chinese movies. Yes. Sorry. See? My bad. I'm dumb. So, anyway. um, so basically, if you don't know, so Hula Jing, it's kind of like a werewolf, but like, so like, they're like w- these like, uh, fox things that like are supposed to like seduce women. And then, so the main seduce characters, men. yeah, seduce men, sorry. Um, and like, um, like bewitched men and stuff like that. Um, and then so the main character and his dad are supposed to be hunting these things. 
um, and the main character's dad kills the uh, female lead's mom. The mom, yeah, the mom of one of the Hulujings. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they have a conversation after that, and, uh, he kind of, like, understands where they're coming from, like, from her perspective, like, from their, the, the Hulujing's perspective, they're, like, they can, the Hulujing can hear the guy who they bewitched, in quotes, and they won't stop, like, screaming and stuff, so, like, she has to come to, like, soothe him, in quotes, um, and then, so they're saying, like, their side of the curse um, it's not like it's not like they're just like trying to like take over men and stuff. Um, it's yeah. really cool. Um, and then the story follows them throughout adulthood, and uh, the industrial revolution happens. And um, she's saying it's that like, like a the magic weird version where like we have like robots and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're saying like the magic is kind of like disappearing. So like she can't turn transform into her form anymore. So she has to, yeah, she's so she stuck as a human and becomes a prostitute. Um, and then he, uh, she finds him after a particularly brutal okay, encounter where he turns her into a robot. Remember? Yeah. yeah. So the, the English stop guy turns. describing the whole thing. Okay. Sorry. Watch it. It's great. <laughs> okay. Now, last but not least. The one that captures encapsulates all of Love, Death, and Robots. Drum For the roll, most please. Part. It is. I'm looking for it. Oh my god! <laughs> Night of, of the Many Dead, from Night Volume Three. Volume Three. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, why can't I see it? It's the one with the house on top. Yeah, but it's not like showing me. Yeah, okay. I, I, the, the, the cover looks different than the actual like start. So it is. It's got sex. It's got gore. It's got zombies. What else did you ask for? A bit of unholy cemetery sex ends badly, kicking off a worldwide zombie plague. It's the cutest apocalypse you'll ever see. So it's cute in quotes because it's all like it's tiny. It's like zoomed out. You're like yeah, you're not there. It's like you're almost watching it from like a dollhouse. Yeah. Um, it's short. It's all sped up. It's and absolutely funny. hilarious. It's super hilarious. Um, it ends out with the world exploding as usual in Love, Death, and Robots. Um, zombie. So like basically like these people come and like zombie apocalypse happens and it's super funny to watch <laughs> it from like this. Come, bi- but um, yeah, literally, but um, ching. Um, and it like you're just kind of watching it from like a bird's eye view of all these tiny people and it's like super funny because it's like all like high pitched and like tiny and like stuff and, like sped up. Um, yeah, it's, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like perfectly. Like you're watching it from it's like a doll. Wild. It happens quickly. It's great. Uh huh. The animation is great. Yeah. Like it's so creative. I feel like. And the only thing you hear is not in my country. <laughs> yeah, the only that's the only word spoken in this entire thing. And then like the zombies like attack like a nuclear power plant and they become like giant mutated zombies. Yeah, it's so ridiculous, but that's why we love this show. Yeah, it's absolutely, like, who thinks of shit like this? Yeah. Like, 
have you seen zombies, but have you seen zombies that look like they're from like a Barbie, Barbie doll set? <laughs> Barbie zombie. She could do yeah. anything. Even yeah. necromancy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I said necromancy, not the other word. I don't know what the other word is, so. You don't know what <laughs> I was I thought you were said. I thought I said something else. They also okay. kill penguins for no reason. Yeah, they kill a bunch of penguins for no reason. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, World War Three, just everyone sets off yeah, the nukes. Yeah, World and then War III just suddenly... Zoom out to planet Earth, Earth and then the solar system the and the nukes. universe. Yeah, just... It's and, then, like, every good sci-fi, it zooms out from planet Earth to, the mo- to, like, the solar system, to, like, the galaxy, and then, like, and then you hear a... And then the Earth is gone. Yeah. Like, it's great. It's great. It's fucking great. Yeah. That was a really dense episode. Yeah, the only reason why that one... Okay, for the record, for before people attack us. The only reason why that one is at the top is because they're all so good that I just wanted to pick one that, like, encapsulates, like, the majority of them. Yeah. To it's be number one. one of our favorite, but that it just encapsulates what Love, Death, and Robots is. Yeah, because I don't, I don't have a favorite. I just, I love them yeah. all. Like I said, like we have a lot good to say about even the ones towards the bottom of the list. Yeah, of course, we have a lot of good to say. Except for Jabari, like even Jabari, we could Jabari. say like it's no, the, Jabari, animation the animation is incredible. Is so good, I just think they did too much. <laughs> yeah, it was too noisy. Um, like if the camera wasn't shaking so much, then it would probably be a better story. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I want like it's just so they're all so fucking great. Um, it's all good. Like they're not none of them you can say are like bad. Yeah, like, I wouldn't like, like compare. It's such a unique concept for a show, like all these small little vignettes, and like none of them are bad. Even though we were dogging on Jabari, but <laughs> like so good. It's still good. Like, it's still a good episode of a show. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... It's like... Like, it's, like well it's only bad because it's compared to the rest of these. Yeah. Like, that's how but I feel about the lower bottom of the list. You're comparing, you're comparing, like, these amazing projects to, like, other... Like, just still on that level. They're just... Compared to those projects, they're just not as good. Yeah, they don't stand out as much. And that's how I feel. That's how I, like, picked the, like, the middle tier. Most of the middle tier and bottom tier ones. Because they just didn't stand out as good. But they're still all good individually, I feel like. And the ones toward the top, like, I could talk about them forever. (laughs) Like, if you found Jabaro on, like, YouTube, that would be, like, amazing. Yeah. But, like, like, the ones toward the top, I, I could talk about them all day long. Like, yeah. I, I, th- those are the ones I rewatch the most. Um, those are the ones I show other people. Those are um, the ones that like, you stick in your head the most. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I watch Good Hunting the most. Um, yeah, Good Hunting is really good. Um, but yeah, they're all great. Um, I love Sucker of Souls. Night of the Many Dead is just a good way to like, if you want to show someone what Love, Death, and Robots is. Show them good hunting. I mean, show yeah. them the night of the night dead. of the mini dead. Yeah, it's just it's short, it's sweet, just, and it's a good it's... example. It shows like okay, this show isn't for kids. It's got sex. It's got gore. 
but it's still like well done and has it's super well animated it's fucking crazy to look at um it's like you've never seen anything like it you've definitely never seen anything like it yeah there's a lot of episodes there's a lot of the episodes where you're like i've never seen anything like this in a show especially not a netflix show yeah, and they've all and the 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 it's luckily thankfully it's won award it's won an Emmy, um, one of the seasons I believe, um, yeah. and they probably all they're personally they probably all came from contests, animation yeah. contests, and then they just kind of made it to the show. Yeah, because it's all individual create not creators but like teams working on these mm-hmm. small projects, and it's good because like we need like. They don't have to be these mini series. Like, not all of them have to be like, not all of them can be stretched out into mini series. Also, a lot of them end really sadly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, not all of them can be like this huge story. So, like, they work better as just these short story films. Mm-hmm. Needs and to be sometimes, stories. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, I wanted to talk about Love, Death, and Robots because, like, I feel like. People don't talk about... There's a thing to be said in vignettes. Like, not everything has to be super, like, serialized. Like, sometimes you just want to tell a really good short story. And I feel like this... I'm glad that Netflix started this series so that they could continue supporting these small studios or small creators. It's also, like, um... Like, that's, like, my problem with... Not to, like, turn the episode into something else, but, like... That's why I feel like Marvel with their... How everything is a show now. Mm-hmm. I can't... Like, I just want to watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch a three-hour or a six-hour long show. Yeah, that's... I Like, I fucking love What If. Like, our next vignette episode should be about What If. Because yeah. that's the only Marvel show that I liked. Actually, we could do a whole episode of Marvel, uh, Marvel animated shows. Oh shit! I need to put that on the list. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really liked What If. That was the only thing I liked from this phase. Yeah. So, that was a really dense episode. We got a lot. There's definitely not a lot of um, dead space in this episode. Yeah. Hopefully, it wasn't too of- confusing. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully our thoughts are too... And we were like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. You know? I think it did what did well. Because I was like, I didn't really look at the time. I was mostly just looking at Netflix. So we did good on time. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be too long. Yeah, well, you kind of rushed me along in some parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, I could talk about these for a long time. Yeah. The Cthulhu okay. one to my head again. Oh, the Cthulhu—that's literally just the Cthulhu mythos in like a different world. That's so cool. That's so so cool. fucked. So fucked. Okay, this was our longest script ever. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> I'm glad if you're watching and you've watched from the be- if you're listening and you listened from the beginning, thank you. Because we love working on this. It's a great show. We love working, writing these episodes and thinking of ideas. And again, it's just not, we're just trying not to keep these ideas to ourselves because, like, we just talk about this for anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
welcome to the 10th episode hopefully many more and we're behind the frames with amj we are available on spotify and apple podcasts have anything to say have a good day and have a good day